This week, Hornsby Council had their second Zoom meeting on Wednesday the 13th of May. The Mayor started the meeting with some comments from the Australian Chinese Forum and a motion. Councillor Tilbury read a statement also from the Australian Asian Alliance. Their concerns are that the Chinese and the Asian community have been experiencing racism during the COVID-19 era. In particular, there have been incidents on public transport and in shopping centres and in supermarkets. The Mayor commented that half of Hornsby was overseas born and he had no knowledge of racism in Hornsby and he expressed regret that this was the case. Item 3 at the Council meeting looked at requirements for Cherrybrook Station, the State Significance Precinct. There were several comments from the public. Mr Ross Walker, on behalf of the Beecroft Trust, agreed with the motion but pointed out that the council hands were tied in relation to this matter. There was another comment in relation to whether the councillors and council staff had input into the report. There was another comment also, or more of a request, that there should be a layout of what the Cherrybrook Station precinct would look like rather than it just being put together by developers without consultation. Following this, Councillor Vince Del Gallego put an amendment and was seconded by Councillor Hyde. He expressed concern that the Minister of Planning was not elected nor accountable to the members of Cherrybrook. The review panel had no elected members from the Cherrybrook community. Where was the community consultation? There were already high-rise apartments in the area, either side to the north and south. And what consideration has there been of traffic and parking issues already in the area? especially across the road in the Hillshire with the old IBM site and planned new shops. Councillor Brown commented on the Aboriginal and non-Aboriginal references in Parts 7 and asked the Director of Planning, Mr Farrington, whether the mandatory components of consulting the Sydney Metropolitan Land Council could be supplemented to include traditional and custodial landowners in the area and that Landcom should take this into account. Councillor Ma spoke about active transport, such as the early stage planning for cycling. Prior to the vote, the Mayor spoke to why he would abstain from the vote, as it was his preference to go with the existing motion. The amended motion was put and accepted 7 to 1. Item 5 in the Council meeting raised the concerns about the extended power of the Planning Minister. There was an interesting discussion about construction work on Anzac Day at 6am in the Beecroft area and also following this on weekends as a result of the new COVID-19 decisions to allow work to happen. The Mayor made an explicit statement that the Planning Minister said on the ABC that there would be public consultation prior to any decision being made. There's also an extended discussion about an amendment by Councillor Heidi. It discussed the relationship between no work on Sunday and public holidays, and some argued that this would defeat the point of the COVID-19 motion. But there was also discussion about just having an amendment that reflected no work on public holidays. The original motion was put with an extra line that basically suggested no work on public holidays. Item six was about tree planting. It, resulted in extensive discussion and there's been an interview with Councillor Tilbury about this on the program today. Some of the issues discussed included the relationship between protecting trees and protecting property and the planting of trees. 
there was an admission that it was inevitable that trees and branches will fall down due to storms and age. But many of the community members believed that more could be done. Also, there was consideration from Pennant Hills District Trust about what's been done on private land as well as public land. The mover of the motion, Nathan Tilbury, spoke about misunderstanding and misinformation. There's been a drop-off in interest in the planting of the 25,000 trees due to the drought he suggested, and he also suggested that the communication strategy could have been better managed. The motion was about planting the right trees, the right species in the right space. A lot of support for the power lines under the ground, particularly in areas like Somerville Road, Valley Road and Pretoria Road. Councillor Brown, the seconder, pointed out the title of the motion, Re-establishing the Shire's Canopy. It's not about removing trees, it's about planting new trees. Councillor Emma Heidi suggested an amendment to their motion. She accepted the first six points as amended by Councillor Tilbury and also added items 7 to 10. There was lots of discussion about this. Councillor Mick Maher probably summed it up best when he asked the question, does this increase the probability that more trees will be pulled down? Mr Federo answered this by saying there should be no changes in relation to this, just the same processes for the removal of trees will be carried out by council officers. Councillor Brown suggested that the additional points 7 to 10 were off topic and not required, and the Mayor just reiterated he doesn't want any unintended consequences. He does not want to put people at risk and he does not want to undermine the tree preservation order. The mover of the motion's comments on the amendment by Councillor Tilbury were as follows. The references to Sydney and New South Wales are in the amendment, but how does this apply to Hornsby? Should we wait for the review of the 1050 codes after the bushfires? And in the spirit of community consultation, this amendment was not seen by the council officers till 4.30pm on the day of the meeting, Wednesday the 13th of May. Were the community consulted in relation to these amendments? The amendment was lost and the original motion was passed.